Hello and welcome back to the Real Life Murder Mystery Podcast. Today, sadly, we're going to look another time into the Amazon customer service stalking situation. And as always, just to point it out one more time, Amazon as a company has my fullest trust and so does uh, Jeff uh, Bezos. Just they either hired the wrong company altogether or they have a hacking problem or they have a very influential person in their customer service who might have an own agenda. So too much has happened. I'm just scrolling over my article. If you haven't, uh, just maybe have a listen to the first part because it is really a lot of stuff. Just uh, like a brief summary. I received a Lenovo laptop that is supposed to be new, but it came hacked and with a ton of problems from that there were horror noises from the start to that there is a memory problem that two and a half gigabyte of the memory aren't accessible. So not like they're in use that processes are occupying uh, the memory, just that I cannot even access it. Um, the third thing is that I found deleted and modified files from up to eight months before I purchased this laptop as new. Now, obviously, Amazon wouldn't go there once a month and unpack the laptop to delete a few files or to do a recovery or something. So it isn't a new machine. It is a problematic machine. The Lenovo support was utterly useless and more offensively incompetent, I would say, and they just stalled until the return window closed. So I contacted the Amazon customer service and I told them, hey, I have a stalking problem, blah, blah, blah. This would have to go to the police first. Now, it hasn't gone to the police first because depending on how many episodes you've listened to, if you've been to the website, you know that someone is seriously, seriously, seriously good at keeping me from reporting things. For instance, what I thought is my FBI connection, a former FBI special agent, turned out to be a likely missing person. That would also be a episode you can listen to, or it would be a public lookup that you can also look into. Now, it's a little difficult for me because I find it highly unethical to do public lookups. On the other hand, we're not looking at real people's data. We're looking at either fake identities or taken over identities. And um, that's a little bit of a different situation in my mind, especially as I just so far didn't have the chance to even report this to the police. Now, this Amazon thing might be a good example because it's just getting so hilarious and there's a lot of evidence <laughs> to to make it likely during the first part i felt a little bit oh is that a little bit karen style just because people who see that for the first time and they just don't have the context that this is going on every day with something for very many years so you're just a little bit slightly more irritated than you would normally do in any way, I received the worst possible, uh, no, the first was, okay, I reached out to Amazon and I told them this would have to go to the police first because there's a hacking situation and they said, okay, no problem, contact us when you're ready and we're here to help. 
All right. So I did. And it arrived, I think it was September the 17th, and I contacted them. It's now a few weeks ago, and since then they're giving me a real drama. So when I contacted them, even though they can look up the chat history, they didn't know anything about it anymore. And it was a very horrible chat. All in all, three different customer service agents uh, refused to properly identify themselves, as in uh, they were unwilling to provide either their last name or the last digit of their last name. In between, I had to contact them about yet another messed up Amazon Fresh delivery. Uh, this agent, too, provided the worst horrible customer service experience. <clears throat> and upon asking, also wasn't willing to provide their name. And then it turned out when I received the, what is it called, customer satisfaction survey, it was a different name altogether. So that was that. Then um, I was... Oh, yeah, then they even ghosted me for 25 minutes in the chat. I spoke with the supervisor, and uh, because my standpoint is I wanted this picked up, and I do not want to pay a restocking fee, I feel Amazon, it's a little problematic if they send out used machines as new that come hacked. Meanwhile, I'm starting to think that Lenovo might have a general security problem, and that would be a much bigger story than just here my little hack computer. This might be easier for you if you're interested in uh, learning more to check out the website where there are videos of uh, the support chat and they would take like 33 minutes or whatnot for nothing really. There are also recordings of three calls where you can hear that even though it sounds like it in my own ears, I really don't make this stuff up. It's really true. So they wanted to hold me accountable for a 20% restocking fee. And I feel, I feel it's ridiculous that they're not trying to make it right, but that they want to punish me when they shouldn't have the, sold this machine in the first place. And they should be embarrassed that it can happen that a defective used machine gets sold as new. So. I spoke with the supervisor, 25 minutes call, and she proactively said, well, I will refund the 20% um, restocking fee. We can do it differently technically. So I will refund it in the next hour. It takes up to one hour, then it's on your account. Okay, I said, I was already very tired, but I need a laptop else I cannot even try to share this with you. And I put one in my cart and I waited. And after seven hours, I contacted them again. No, there was one step in between. And I will admit that's not really a brief summary. That's pretty much going through it again. <laughs> now that I'm in it, I'll just uh, continue. Um, when I received the email from the supervisor, it didn't necessarily confirm everything that was discussed. And also for the pickup she was supposed to schedule, uh, the call tag was empty. So it said, uh, this is the tracking number and it was empty. And I friendly emailed her back. Um, yeah, uh, my understanding was that we discussed this and that. And would you mind filling me in on the tracking number? And I also haven't received the refund yet. The email bounced. It came back. Normally, you can respond to customer service emails from Amazon, but it just bounced. Seven hours later, I contacted them again. The first chat, I didn't record it in fully. 
um, we were back to, I have to pay the restocking fee and they're not going to refund it. Now, they can easily check the history. They can listen to calls. They can uh, look what what has happened before this chat. And we're already in chat number four or five. And we're already in two broken promises, two broken promises in. Then when I said, mm, so what you are saying is that you will not refund the restocking fee. Let's make this short because this is going too far. Email me the chat kindly. This is starting to get fun. Vishwa had a technical issue and uh, transferred the chat to a new associate. The next chat was, uh, oh yeah, that was the one when I was ghosted for over 25 minutes. I just didn't respond at all. And we already said that three agents plus this other one who told a wrong name to begin with were not able to uh, provide their last name or the initial. Then... And obviously, I have no evidence for things Onision is saying directly to me. And, uh, you know, the more you learn, the more you see what I'm saying checks out, the more comfortable I will feel to go deeper into that. So I cannot prove what Onision is saying to me. I can tweet about it and you see that he doesn't, he doesn't say it's not true. He doesn't block me or anything like that. Onision has call centers. And I repeat what he has told me. I cannot warrant uh, the accuracy of his statements that said, I am being stalked since 2004. And it was always clear it was a pervertedly rich person. So that would check out. And he said that he personally hopped on the chat. The next chat was really quick, really easy. The person, the first line agent didn't have to check with a supervisor. And they said, okay, I issue this uh, 20%. I'm sorry it didn't happen yet, and you'll have it in a few minutes. I received an email confirming that, and I really had it in a few minutes. Now, here's the thing. I don't know who does the books at Amazon. The refund was $126.60. I didn't like that it was called Goodwill Refund, because where's the Goodwill if you send me a used hacked machine? Where's the goodwill in refunding it 100%? So um, I got this $126.60 for a billing error, and they put it towards a body lotion that costed $10 or $13. So they refunded $126.60 towards a body lotion. The UPS horror started then. On the 12th of December, the parcel was sitting in the mailroom. It had Amazon return written on it. And the driver entered the mailroom and handed the label to a neighbor. He didn't take the parcel. I contacted Amazon again. This time the agent was on the phone. And there's a voice recording of this also. The agent was, was very friendly, a little too friendly. Um, and he scheduled the next pickup. I have an image of the next day on the 13th. The driver put the label on top of the parcel and didn't take the parcel. And every incident isolated, uh, you know, can be discussed away. It's just the sum and it's with very many things. So this is just not a coincidence. Again, I contacted uh, the support again. They scheduled the next pickup for the 14th of December. And believe it or not, there's another image. Does the driver put the label on top of the parcel again? 
and it's it's interesting. Now, and uh, in the next customer service chat where there's also a recording, the agent tells me she was a little bit confused and she said, oh, yeah, it's already marked as received back in the warehouse. And I said, uh, hello, I'm contacting you because the parcel hasn't even been picked up. So someone obviously marked it as returned back to the warehouse. I told her, can you kindly unmark this because it's still here and she scheduled a new pickup. Today is the 20th. So it, it went, it continued like that. What was the next day? Oh yeah, then I had a chat with UPS where I'm under the impression I wasn't really chatting with UPS because they literally said that they don't do Amazon pickups any longer. What they said is that you have to put the label, you have to stick the label as a customer on the parcel yourself for that you have to be present. No, um, the driver is neither ringing the bell nor calling you. This effectively means you have to stand there for the full window, which is 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Doesn't make sense. I'm not sure I spoke to a UPS. I also contacted the Better Business Bureau just in hopes that I get out of this customer service team where there's obviously a problem. And I just received a stupid message, but I can't. I'm not sure I can blame the... um the agent that's responsible for Better Business Bureau contacts because he apparently didn't have the information that I provided. And we're back to, I have to take care of the restocking fee. And he scheduled another pickup. And so it went forth and back. On the 16th, the driver just didn't show up. And a quick and normal sounding chat agent scheduled another pickup for tomorrow. Uh, the problem was that uh, this was Saturday, so he should have known that they don't pick up on Saturday. Um, long story short, on the 19th, oh yeah, for me it's still today because I haven't slept, but technically it was yesterday, the parcel had been picked up at 12.30 by the driver. However, the status as still off right now says that they left the return label with a customer. So not that they picked it up, that they left the label. And I'm looking at my first article where I still said, you know, always expect the best confident expectations. Hopefully there will be no more trouble along the road. Yeah. And then I'll, I, I normally don't talk like a trash can, but I seriously wrote whether it's just a single person influenced by someone or Amazon hired Onision's team, they need to clean up their shit. And that is true. What is this screenshot? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is just a screenshot that it said that they left the label, not that they picked it up. Ah, so a few hours later, I contacted UPS via their chat and they confirmed it is with them. And that's pretty much the only way I can say, okay, I went there with this tracking number. You will see why in a minute. And they said that it's uh, with them. And I didn't write which time this was. I think it was around 8 p.m. Technically yesterday for me still today. I received another message from Amazon stating they accepted my return. And now if they do a new return, it means that the old tracking number is gone. And the driver didn't leave a receipt. I still have the complete UPS chat, but this is the only way how I even still know the 
tracking number because, as I said, uh, no receipt. And in the system, before it is scanned, I also didn't see um, any number, and now it has a new number. Um, let's go to the second part of this. It's getting fun. Yeah, as I said, parcel had been picked up, didn't leave a receipt. I checked on the um, tracking number and it said left label with customer. I reached out to UPS a few hours later, blah, blah, blah. I already told you that. Then I reached out to the Amazon support one more time. Because this, uh, we accepted your request, also said that I'm responsible for a 20% restocking fee. And it just all doesn't make sense. But I assumed, okay, the agent who told me that this was already back in the warehouse removed this because it was false um then i had another 22 minutes chat with them where i um in the beginning asked to be connected to a supervisor and now why is this not loading it's really it's oh I know why it's not loading. I turned off the internet because I had so many um, troubles recording. Oh, what am I going to do now? All right. So it was another 22 minutes chat. I uh, said pretty much in the beginning, very friendly. Um, here, there is a severe problem and I would like to uh, be connected to a supervisor. And I recall that I said, oh, we're 12 minutes in. Are we getting close to me getting transferred? Then I spoke with uh, what really sounded like a member of the leadership team and what really felt as someone who tried to help. And uh, I said, yeah, uh, I know that you cannot look at links, but I think I have a stalking problem here and it's unbelievable. And she said, okay, can you send me screenshots? And I said, oh yeah, that's wonderful. I just don't want to send them in an empty void. And she said, I'll send you an email and you can respond to it. Wonderful, I said, full of hope. And she did send the email, as she said. I sent the first 10 screenshots. Then the chat got disconnected and another guy hopped on. Identifying as someone from the leadership team as well, but sounded more like someone from the stalker team. And uh, we were back at zero. <laughs> and uh, long story short, I'm. this is just like a filling sentence. I didn't expect that uh, I cannot look at my article. It ended by him saying that he marked this as back in the warehouse already and that it will take weeks until um, that I can't contact them in a few weeks if I don't get the refund. And I was like, hey, that's not going to work. Because he also said, I said, um, normally they refund on scan. When the delivery, the, the pickup is scanned, a few hours later, I get the refund. And he said that with electronic items, they first have to be checked. And I said, well, but that's a problem. If you marked it as back in the warehouse and it isn't back in the warehouse, what are they going to check? And he just broke the chat. So he just ended the chat. Oh, what, what else was there? Yes, I tried to get uh, again to the Better Business Bureau and just trying to send um, the agent the information because I know that Amazon as a company would care very, very, very much about this situation. They've always been a customer first company and this really doesn't represent them. In addition to that, 
Um, if they send a manipulated machine to me, who else do they send manipulated machines to? Or I mean, that's that's maybe a little attenuated uh, to say manipulated, but it really appears as if someone really, really, really doesn't want that machine back in the warehouse. And I cannot tell you where the parcel is currently because to the information from the tracking, they just left the label here. UPS said, yes, we have it, but according to the scan, nothing has happened. I can look again tomorrow. Um, so I try to, again, reach out to the Better Business Bureau just because companies typically might have a more qualified person if it doesn't work with the first line support. Additionally, the Better Business Bureau should really know if stuff like that is going on. And I received an email back where I'm not sure that it was really from the Better Business Bureau. There's also an image uh, in the article. It was sent via sent in blue. And what made me suspicious is that the IP was from a French provider that I only know because I have websites that Onision is constantly attacking and taking down. In any way, I know this provider just from blocking them because there's a lot of negative traffic from this provider. And I'm kind of surprised that the American Better Business Bureau would use a low reputation uh, French IP to send their emails via Sendinblue. But I mean, Sendinblue might be or might not be. I was just surprised about the IP and it didn't even say which office I filed the complaint with. What was the other thing? Oh yeah, the email it came from looked a little strange. But you know, if so much happens, you can also get, well, no, I don't want to call it paranoid because if 18 things happen and then you uh, mistake two random incidents for things happening, then it's not really paranoia. Then it's just just that, a mistake. I tweeted them and I said, hey, you guys, is that really your email? And can you confirm you received my report? And I said, hey, you guys, is that really your email? And can you confirm that you received my report? They didn't respond. And I also have a problem with all social media sites that often my stuff just isn't visible. I also heard that on my website, if people go there, they only see a very small uh, uh amount of content, but not all of the articles that are really there. So yeah, that was that. And uh, then I received another dump uh, message from the BBB Amazon agent. The message, it, it was just the same, uh, that I'm responsible for the 20% restocking fee, that he cannot click on links. So pretty much that he doesn't have any of the information I shared in an article. The first times I tried to add attachments, but then they obviously didn't have all of the attachments. And I cannot really blame this agent because he probably just didn't have any idea what was going on. So that's where I'm at right now. And I really, at this time, do not have any idea how I could get to someone serious at Amazon. Just a quick update. I hope I don't sound too much like rent, but, um, you know, on most days, uh, because what I would normally do in life is uh, emotional intelligence training, also mindfulness training. It's a big part of it. 
But on some days currently, I just, <laughs> it is just not working. And I can hear myself that I'm a little bit more irritated than normal. But you know, I'm really suspecting that there is something more behind it than is just regarding my laptop. And I'm not sure what it might be. Could it be like that there, that it's exploiting a general security problem with Lenovo? Or could it be that I'm not the only one who receives tampered with items from Amazon? I don't know what. I just have the feeling there's something more that I don't know yet that we might learn together. I will record something else today, another episode. So if you want to, just depending on when you see it, click on the next or check back in a little bit. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye.